hey guys, if you never want to miss our beautiful faces, go ahead and head over to twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Follow along, click the notification bell, never miss whenever we go live. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers on Twitter. With me, I have Keone. Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. It's so good to be back again, once again, on this start of week seven of the 2022 Fantasy Football Podcast uh, or season. Uh, and I just, you can see me tw- tweeting about all the bye week mishaps and players that we have to put in this week because it'll be definitely be interesting. You can follow me on Twitter to hear that information at Daydreamer Keone. Ryan had to take the day off because he is busy uh, helping solve world hunger. So producer Ian is uh, here taking over. He, uh, I just have an important update from Ryan. He says that he's just going to give everybody candy, and that should oh. solve it. So, um, we wish him the best right. of luck getting candy to all those all those kids out there. At least it's on brand. So At least it's almost Halloween. It won't, hey, it won't be so creepy. True, true, but it'll be expensive. It's true. Just price gouging. Hey, you got to do it for the people, though. Yep. Ryan's a man of the people. He so. is. This is true. Yeah. So we That's a red alert. I remembered. I'll fade it out. I forgot that it goes for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh we got bye weeks and they this is a big week for bye weeks. We got the Bills, the Vikings, Eagles, and the Rams are all on bye this week. A lot of high powered offenses there with a lot of fantasy football players being out. Ah, just just remember those those guys like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Dalvin Cook. All these guys. I I don't know if I can name anyone from the Rams. Cooper Cup, easy one. But, uh, Dallas Goddard. Dallas you know? Goddard. Even even Kirk Cousins maybe. Miles Sanders. Yes. Miles Sanders. You got to sit all these guys. This <laughs> Bucks, but uh, we'll get through it together. And we'll give you some advice later on to help you uh, to tell you who to, who to play in, in their stead. But first, let's get into some news. Saints wide receiver Chris Olave was not on the Saints injury list, which means he's going to be able to play tonight. In tonight's game, they are the Thursday night matchup. We need this that. This is good news. Michael Thomas mm-hmm. is out. Juice. Jarvis Landry is out. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it'll be Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. And does that make a difference for you guys? Um, I in, think in it's... playing Chris no, Olave. You, you, you play him. Like, you play him. I think it's leaning towards um, uh, Winston, but... Either way, yeah, he's a he's a he's smash start. Like, put him in your lineups. It doesn't matter. Don't don't care. Nobody else is there. He is. It's going in against Arizona. Like, 
it depends on how much control the quarterback is actually given. Because if Jameis is let mm-hmm. allowed to be Jameis, I prefer him to start because he's going to let it fly. <laughs> if Jameis is allowed to be Jameis, you mean throw three interceptions? <laughs> But you know what? He might throw three touchdowns, too. He's going to let it fly. Yeah, yeah, That's the thing. Jameis, say, yeah. Jameis will let it go. He'll throw those deep. Um, if they don't, then Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton's going to run the exact same game plan. I don't see it really being that big of a difference. Because if they're going to try to contain Jameis, it's just going to look like Andy Dalton, but a different number. Agreed. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson had an MRI, MRI on his, quote, injured hamstring. He is considered day-to-day at this point. Just They're just trying to find, find ways to get Russell Wilson on this injury report. So it's not everyone's fault. It's no one's fault. It's an injury's fault. But. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stay even. Let, let's ride. Like, like, I just, it's, it's dumb. The team is dumb. Offense is not looking good. Awful. What, so it's what, like their defense, I think is like a top three defense. Offense, top, the bottom three. Mm. And that's not how you win. Like that's, that's, that's not how you go to the playoffs. But I mean, I'll tell you I'm that. pretty sure they have the worst scoring offense. Good. It was, it was either them oh. or the Colts. Sorry. Hey, the Colts did well. Yeah, <laughs> the Panthers have designated quarterback Sam Darnold to return from his injury from IR. Not going to play this week, though. No, that's because PJ Walker Walker will get the start for the Panthers at quarterback this week again, coming back off the injury after he left uh, last week's game early. Look at the start again. Good for him. Hopefully, yeah. he passes for more than I don't know. However, like. 15 times. I don't know how many times he passed. It's just, it's not a lot. Yeah. Seems like nothing. Another bad offense. <sighs> Got it worse with that. Now that Robbie Anderson is gone, yeah. even though he wasn't, like, he wasn't doing much. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Wasn't doing anything. And the offense still looks worse on paper. Yeah. Right. Bengals wide receiver T Higgins practice on Wednesday, but then was limited on Thursday. Hmm. Uh, but I think the practice on Wednesday is, is a big deal. This is the first time since I think week one or week two that he has practice on Wednesday dealing with that nagging mm. ankle injury. So for him to get a full practice in, I think he's back to, to playing. Good, good. Because at least it's nice to know, yeah. know as opposed to being like, oh. Last second, who knows? Which, which I think the, the Bengals were one of the worst teams in terms of like, <laughs> is this player going to play? Because they did it with Joe Mixon as well yeah. one year. And it was like, for the love of God, just let me know. <laughs> just tell me, please. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll find a way around it. I just need to know. Exactly. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was medically cleared, started practicing. Looks like Dak will return this it's, week. It's all coming into place. It's all moving, the coming up Millhouse. So um, this is this is what we expected, and right, like Ryan called it, and you know it made sense, and this is the this is the right decision, I think, and hopefully it helps other people. On this team that have not done well the past few weeks that I need to do well, but we'll talk about them more later. I'm rooting for Dalton Schultz too, County. Yeah, what? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a great player. Yeah. Um. 
Yes. Spoiler. Um, I want to see uh, if Dak Prescott's out there, like uh, not rostered. You pick him up and play him this week, right? Against against Detroit. Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah, worried like, about him coming off the the injury. No, I if 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 somebody dropped him for whatever reason. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it probably didn't happen, but if in the un, in the scenario that it does be the better person in your league and, 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 yeah, pick him up. and take advantage yeah there's only a few teams that shouldn't pick him up and those are the ones who like allen mahomes uh, mm-hmm. but you got Jackson. allen on a bye this week if you, even if you had you're allen, right you're right i'm sorry i forgot allen was on a bye yeah definitely pick up back these top yeah. quarterbacks are on a bye yeah you're right you're right mm. yeah. maybe if you don't have davis mills if you have davis mm. mills you know just keep him because uh He's already off by. He's good for the rest of the year. So, I see. I see. All right. That'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start sit questions. You've got questions. We've got answers. If you guys want your questions answered by the Fantasy Daydreamers, go ahead and DM us on Instagram or Twitter at FF Daydreamers. Send us your questions. No, yeah. Might make it on the podcast. <gasps> So first up this week, Detroit running back Jamal Williams at the Dallas Cowboys or Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett at the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, this this is kind of a tough one because both involve sort of injuries and if people will play. So I think Tyler Lockett is questionable for this week. I think with like a hamstring injury um, and then Jamal Williams is very, very dependent on the ankle slash shoulder issues with Deandre Swift. So we're going to have to wait, you know, till Friday's injury reports and issues to know more and feel comfortable, more comfortable playing either of these guys. But I'm going to go call me biased, but I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett because last week we, we don't worry about last week. Last <laughs> week was a fluke. It is, you know, the, def- the defenses decided to show up and, you know, wanted wanted to play for their teams. And so it was a down week for my boy, Geno Smith and that offense. But when you go down, there's only one way to go up or go and it's up. It's a bounce back. It's a bounce back week for Geno Smith and the and the Seahawks against a terrible Chargers defense. Um, you know, Tyler Lockett did have season lows, but I think he with this bounce back week, we can see him get similar numbers to his weeks two through five, which were all those are great numbers. I'll take those. Both him and Geno Smith were on firing on all cylinders. So I, I really, that's what I'm expecting if he plays and if his injury works out well. Um, even if Williams does play and like DeAndre Swift is out or, you know, he gets a snap count or a, um, or a snap, whatever limit, ta- limited limit, snap count. limited yeah. snap count. They're still facing Dallas, which is a very stingy defense coming off a divisional loss. And so they're going to be mad. They're going to be hyped up. I think they're going to, you know, buckle down. And so I think regardless of if DeAndre Swift plays or not, 
I think it's a, a risky move going with not risky necessarily, but I'm less inclined to go with Jamal Williams. And so I'm going to stick with Tyler Lockett for that. Um, but I will say if, De- if DeAndre Swift does play, I think you play him just as a side note. And uh, you, this was really tough. And you mm. say we might have to wait till Friday to find out. I think we might have to wait until Sunday to find out if Tyler Lockett actually plays. Yeah. That's what's scaring me off Tyler Lockett. Mm. Uh, he is boomer. He's a boomer bus player. Meanwhile, Jamal Williams is literally boomer bus. <laughs> like he's either scoring two touchdowns on the week, which he's done three times this season already. Crazy. But, or he's, you know, finishing as the RB 45 or worse. It's right. It's completely boomer bust. but he's, he's even getting snaps touches whenever DeAndre Swift is, is out there. True. So DeAndre Swift coming back while that does limit Jamal Williams go from, you know, 17 to 20 touches a game to more like 10 to 13 touches a game. Those touches seem to be meaningful and often near the goal line. Now the question is, does Detroit get near the goal line against Dallas's defense? We right. know that like that's the that's the one big thing. If this was against another team besides a, a worse defense, I'm going Jamal Williams, easy mm-hmm. pick for me. Um with the locket injury and, and whatnot. But this defense is good. Jared Goff, gonna Jared Goff. We've seen <laughs> it happen now this season. Yeah, New England was the the game. The know? Jared Goff game. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I'm gonna go Jamal Williams. I don't want to, but I I, <laughs> I got to. I got to. The, the chance of him getting in the end zone is is just so likely, even against a good defense. I figure they get near the goal line a couple times, mm-hmm. once, twice, maybe three times if they're lucky. Ooh. So I'm deciding who I, who I'm trying to curse because it feels like <laughs> everywhere I've gone this year it's it's been a curse. So I I'm looking You're the deciding vote here. I know I'm looking I'm <laughs> looking too. Ian doesn't even know he's going to be on the podcast. Turns out deciding vote. I know I'm, I'm definitely lo- I'm looking at the Lions have done against decent defenses, and they've only played one defense that was good, and that was Philly week one. And week one's always kind of like a fluke for how well teams are actually going to be because it's like they're not getting sure. used to it. So, Would you not consider the New England defense good? Or? Well, I was about to get into that Before. where they were like, the next good defense they played was New England, and they okay. they got goose-egged. Mm. So is, which one's more accurate, 35 on Philly or zero on New England? Hmm. Um, thirty-five on Philly. Twelve crying. Um, I still have to go with Jamal Williams. It's the two touched. It's the he's he's at least scored this year, even if it is two 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 and and not more consistent. If they get to the red zone, it's Jamal Williams time. They really like to use him in the goal line. Um, uh, and he still gets touches. Tyler Lockett, like you said, might not play. Even if he does play, he could really still be affected by his injury. Um, and the uh, – what is it? The, the the Cowboys' defense is not as stingy on the run as they are on, like, the pass. So I think I think it's just a slightly better matchup. Fair enough. Or I'm, not I'm a better still, matchup. Better situation. I'm still worried about um, Demarcus Lawrence and um, Micah Parsons. 
But they if do it gets into the if it gets into the the red zone or a goal line. They do most of their havoc in the in the passing game. Like they are, the yeah. All right, there you have it, Jamal Williams this week. Next question: Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers versus the Chicago Bears or Cleveland wide receiver Amari Cooper at the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, here's another situation where it's kind of like up in the air with do you like Cooper is kind of a boomer bust guy in a way boomer bust and whereas Jacoby Myers kind of fell off a little bit but he provides more consistency um but with New England it's one of those things where you kind of never know who's gonna have their game and so there's always there's never a 100 percent guarantee when it comes to New England, because Bill Belichick can be like, we're, we're going on to Cincinnati, but with, with, I don't know, somebody else like, you know, because Tyquan Thornton, like who who would who would have guessed? Not me. So um, both matchups are fairly good. Um, you know, both defenses are kind of eh. Baltimore is not is really not good. Um, but then again, it might be a running game for for Cleveland. Um, I am going to give the edge slightly just kind of because this is more of like my gut feels this way to Amari Cooper, because I think he has a high chance to bust or to boom. So I say I think he has a good chance to boom this week. <laughs> also a high chance to bust. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um it's, but sometimes you just got to go with your gut. And mine is telling me Cooper. Cooper Cup. Or Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, Cooper <laughs> Cup. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to start Amari or Cooper Cup. I think this really depends on your team. Mm. Do you need, do you want the safe play? That's Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. If you need someone, if you have Cooper Cup or Stephon Diggs, a huge numbers getter in on your roster out right now you might need someone to Mm -hmm. go get you points got to go with amari cooper at that point because he has the ceiling in a vacuum i guess i go with jacoby myers i don't really like amari cooper i don't trust (laughs) i don't trust him he's going to give you those busts those bust games quite often and um you know, it might be a boom game. It might be a bust game. Jacoby Myers is going to be pretty consistent. Get you, you know, five catches for 60 yards. Not going to do anything spectacular. He'll be a top 24 wide receiver, but not a top 20 wide receiver. And that'll do it for you. So, Yeah, his his floor is much higher. Yeah. Um. So you said Jacoby Myers? Uh, yeah, I got Jacoby Myers. So I'm deciding vote again. Hooray! Okay. I'm saying I'm saying it really depends on your team. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it's, uh, a good, really it's a good way to put it because it it really does. You know, what if, if what if, I have to, if you're making me choose one, I will not choose Amari Cooper. <laughs> okay. What if I told you Amari Amari Cooper this year has out of six weeks three top twelve finishes and one top twenty four and only two busts on the season? That's, a, that's okay. That means more busts are coming. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're, um, uh, if if you go over the career of Amari Cooper, he's gonna. He, yeah, he he booms and busts every year. It happens. Um, Myers ha- is 
has two. He's only played four games. He's had two busts and two booms, and even the booms I think were like twenty three and four. Let me look. But I, don't um, even, I yeah. wouldn't even consider them busts though. No, I think he had some forty seven and thirty eight. Oh. He got eight point two oh, okay. and eight okay. points, and okay, twenty. And he was fourteen. He was uh, wide receiver twenty one and wide receiver seven in the two good weeks. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go Amari Cooper. Uh, based off of the team I have right now, I don't need, I don't need somebody that can get me eight points. I need somebody that can possibly boom and get me um, even like even like twenty four, twenty four or twenty five points, something like that. So I'm going to go Amari Cooper on that yeah. one. Yeah, realistically, I agree. Fantasy football is about you. You're, you need to go score points, and so unfortunately, <laughs> they made they made the right choice. All right, last start sit question. Many men himself, Brian Robinson, running back for the Washington Commanders versus the Green Bay Packers, or Christian Kirk, wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the New York Giants. So this one, this the the contingency for this one is how is the Commanders' offense going to look with <laughs> grab me a Heineke. Taylor Heineke shitty. Um, it probably still won't be great. Yes. Um, but it's, it really matters. like if it's going to be a run focus game or, and then also who he's going to pass to um, regardless. I think I'm going to go with Brian Robinson just because, you know, 17 touches last week. I I imagine something similar to that this week against a vulnerable green Bay defense who has, you know, been able to been be run on by teams. Christian Kirk had a great first three games. And then after that, he's really, really cooled off. He's only had one touchdown and seven total catches in those last three games. Um, those are not good numbers. And to make me think that he's going to, you know, come back from that or, you know, just make it any different, especially against the Giants team that is pretty decently competent on defense and has a lot of momentum slash uh, confidence going into right now at being five and one. So with that, I'm going to go with Robinson because he's going to, I almost guarantee he's going to get, you know, touches. I think they're going to be passing a lot with Heineke. (sighs) And that's the thing. It's like, I I don't know. So it really scares me. Meanwhile, you're right. Christian Kirk is really falling off the past three weeks. Uh, the the Jacks as a whole have. You, mm. Yeah, yeah, true. He was just a target hog in the beginning of the season. And, I mean, the last – you have to catch the ball still, even if you're getting targets. And he mm. has, you know, seven catches total in the last three weeks. Uh, it's, it's just it, not enough. I, yeah. I don't want to play either of these players. <laughs> <laughs> um. If it's a full PPR, I guess I go Christian Kirk, mm. just because he's he's still getting getting targets. I expect them to be playing from behind against this New York Giants team, even though I don't know how they're so good, but they're playing they're playing good. So I expect uh, you know Christian Kirk to be peppered with some targets here. Brian Robinson, I expect Taylor Heineke to be throwing the ball more. Brian Robinson doesn't seem to be the pass catching guy there. So, full PPR, I go with Christian Kirk standard. I go with Brian Robinson. Half PPR. Um, 
halfway in between. Christian Kirk, I guess. Oh, all right. I'll go with Christian Kirk. So I think you're again, Ian. You're the deciding vote, <laughs> making you put in work. Okay. Really um, bad paycheck. Um. Brian Robinson. All right. You want to know why? I do. I think people would like oh, to know let's why. Move on. Uh, I can't. I can't say no. I can't say no to the man who got shot like two weeks before the season started, and then now he's in. Already back. Yeah. In in reality, I mean, uh, the very first week he only had twenty nine percent snap count. The next week he had forty seven. Um, and I think it I, stays right around there. Mm-hmm. I but I can see him. I can see him edging up a little higher, especially if. Um, What's his name? Antonio Gibson makes a mistake. It, it, I like, think, I think Ron Rivera is a coach that will even shift. in that case. JD McKissick will will still be the third down back, just like mm. he always has. Yeah, and then it will be mad at JD McKissick because come on, Ron Rivera, unleash Brian Robinson, just like we were mad about how he wouldn't do it for Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the same story with a different name. I don't like either of these players, yeah. Christian. Christian Kirk, is, the seven catches in three weeks is abysmal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, you need at least three weeks needs to be for a receiver that got paid that much needs to be four catches a week at least. So hey. I, I just got to go Brian Robinson. All right, that'll do it for our start sit of questions of the week. Let's move on to some trade targets. That was the right. predator sound <laughs> that I added the target acquired to. Just oh, having nice. a lot of fun here. Damn, some Ooh. mixing, some sound yeah, mixing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm learning. Who is a player you are targeting in a trade right now? I could go first. Someone I'm trading away, Keenan Allen. So... We haven't seen Keenan Allen play since week one where he left early with a hamstring injury. This is going to be a tough one to pull off because he hasn't done anything all season. But I think you might be able to trade him on name value alone and the fact that he's coming back eventually. But even when he does come back, I just don't have faith that Keenan Allen is going to go win you fantasy matchups. He might do it a week. Maybe two, but coming off a hamstring injury, we just see players that are now seven weeks behind. I expect him to not play this week because they're going into their bye in week eight, sit out week eight, and just come back healthy from the bye. So missing seven weeks of NFL games is a lot to put you behind. I just I just don't see Keenan Allen turning this season around and ending up being a wide receiver one like you really want him to be. So I'd be trading Keaton Allen away. Dang. Um, or is, there, who are, is there anybody you're trading him for or just like anybody you can get? Kind of? Uh, Cooper um, <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I, I'll probably try to get a, a package. I don't know what, what you're going to be able to get from mm. because he has not done anything. Yeah. But but this this offense really looks like it needs a number one wide receiver. Like they are desperately needing that go to mm. guy. Justin Herbert is uh, uh, desperately yeah. needing him. So I think 
you might be able to get a trade off for him. Just uh, gonna have to really sell it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or um, or take a package that you know the other two worst players, mm-hmm. but they're gonna actually be able to be on the field in in your right. starting lineup, uh, at least for your flex. Meanwhile, Keenan Allen just sitting on the bench. Yeah. Um. So a guy who is gonna be probably on your bench for at least the next three weeks, but who is, will, will probably be um, the, the one on his team is Daryl Henderson. So I think you can trade for him because they're in, they have the bye week now and then they have uh, San Francisco and then Tampa Bay. So that's again, like three weeks that we were, he's basically not usable on your starting lineup. So people might be scared to hold on to him. Um, or just cannot afford to at this time, you know, they, they, he might be a guy to get from, you know, those below 500 teams who need somebody now. Um, but after that bucks game, I would say a majority of their games are going to be against teams that he, that in theory, uh, a uh, RB one on the team can get decent fantasy games out of, they go against Arizona, Kansas city. They face Seattle twice, Las Vegas, green Bay, and the chargers, I think those are all games where a running back can do, you know, put up decent fantasy numbers. And if he's going to be the RB one on the team, he's likely going to be getting 10 plus touches a game. And those are going to make him a flex option um, in fantasy. So each game that he's had 10 or more uh, touches, he's had decent games or enough to say, I can start him at my flex. So I would be trading for Daryl Henderson at this point. Could, couldn't you also make the argument that you should wait until maybe... What was the last game you said for those? It was... He's the bye this week. So he's the bye, San Francisco, and then Tampa Bay. So couldn't, couldn't you make the argument that you should wait one more week till after San Francisco? Hypothetically, he has a bad game against San Francisco. You kind of buy him lower at that point a little bit, and then now you only have to sit through the Bucks week, and you're, and you're in a better spot. Uh, you, Especially you if you could, go to somebody that's desperate, you you could absolutely, I guess. Yeah. But then, you know, if you want to make that trade, he might be gone by then. You know, yeah, very I, well. He could. He, somebody so could. Move. Yeah, I, I'd rather trade early than not get it. Yeah, fair. Okay, I, I have one. I actually have one. <gasps> uh, I, I'm trading for Damian Pierce. Man, uh, oh. man has uh, fully taken over this backfield. Um, they're still trying to figure out how he how he fits in as like a receiving option. He only had since he started getting more than 50% of the snaps, he only had one target, two targets, six targets and five targets. But those six and five came in those last two weeks and it seems to be like maybe they can actually throw him the ball. Maybe he can do a little bit more. But he's getting fed the ball very heavily um and he's doing really well against it. I mean, two weeks ago against the Chargers, he had 131 yards and a touchdown on 14 carries. That's also when he had six targets and six receptions. Only eight yards, but in a PPR league, that those six receptions are huge. Right there, that's six extra points. Um, I just like where he's going at for the rest of the season. I don't think they have terribly hard schedule uh, for the next three weeks. Uh, they have the Raiders... Tennessee, and then Philly. They do have Philly. That's going to be a tough one for them. Um, But these are all very, I'm not going to say winnable. Mm, 
very good out like matchups for him in the next coming weeks. Plus, his bye week's done. He just yeah. finished his bye week, so he's he's on for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll have to give a good amount to to get him. But that's, that's my worry is he's playing so good. What does it take to go get Damian Pierce? Like, if you wanted to buy low on Damian Pierce, it's too late. You should have bought him after week two. Week oh, one, week is this two. supposed to be a buy low trade? <laughs> no, no, no. It's I, just someone you're trading for. Yeah, so. yeah, no. This is somebody I want on my team. There, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that bakes into, into the question. Well, is, appar- so apparently, you can get Cooper Cup for <laughs> and Jerry Judy for some, like, Ramondre Stevenson and stuff like that. Oh, a, boy. You might be able to. You're right. Yeah. You're, right. You're absolutely right. Go through these trades out there. Anything is possible. Yeah. All right. Someone I am trading for is Ezekiel Elliott. Right now, he's the RB24 on the season. And in the past four weeks, he's been the RB13, 30, 35, and 11. The first two weeks, he finished outside of the top 45 running backs. Uh, But in those four games, in the last four games, he's averaging 64% of the offensive snaps, 17.3 attempts, and 70.3 rushing yards. If he gets in the end zone, he's a top 12 running back, essentially. The Cowboys play the Lions, the Bears, and then they go on by. Then they have the Packers, Vikings, Giants, Colts, Texans, Jags. For the most part, that's an easy schedule that I expect Zeke can do something against. Um, And where the Zeke manager drafted him, he hasn't really produced that. So maybe you can go talk him into, you know, this guy's not producing for you like you wanted to. Let me let me take Zeke off your hands. Go get a go get you share a share of uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott coming back. I expect this offense to start clicking a little bit. So yeah, and Tony Pollard is not kind of doing what I wanted him or expected him to do going into the season. So that's a little like okay, um, but yeah. Uh, I will stick with the Cowboys and say you should trade for Dalton Schultz. He's now, doubling down, folks. He has he has been on the side of milk cartons for the past few weeks. Where is he missing? So fantasy managers are likely frustrated with him at this point. Not sure what to do, having to pick up players and do whatever to, you know, in some weeks he does play, but then he gets to a big fat zero and just that's really frustrating. But as you said, Dak is coming back. And I think that leads to a revival of that connection, because let me tell you, it was not there with Cooper Rush at all. And I don't know why necessarily. Maybe Dalton Schultz was looking at Cooper Rush's hot wife a little bit too much, but <laughs> or something. But with Dak coming back, I think Schultz's fantasy viability does as well. He's going to get off those milk cartons. It's like, hey, we found me. I'm here, and I'm here to stay, and I'm here back to ruin Ben Affleck's life after I was missing. Um. <laughs> He was <laughs> like JJ said, their their matchups, the Cowboys matchups are pretty good. Um, they have a layup this first week against Detroit. Um, so I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a comeback a Cinderella story. If that, you know, somehow um, 
Dalton Schultz. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, use this down period that he's had to take advantage of that trade for him and reap the benefits with Dak back as his QB. Um, I have to manifest it. You know, I just I I have to. I, I love that you are you're going all in with the Dalton Schultz. It hasn't worked out so far, but I'm hey. going back in, diving back in. Yeah, I blame Cooper Rush and his 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 hot wife. No, she's. I don't blame her. I just blame Cooper Rush. Good, blame blame her. Who <laughs> just gets to watch the games? Um. I, I don't really have another one for this. Uh, you sorry. know what? Josh Allen. Yeah. If you can trade, uh, uh, try trading Tua for Josh Allen. See if it sticks. Maybe they click a run button and you get Josh Allen. Um, and it doesn't get vetoed. Yeah, I don't I don't really have much. That's all right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that'll do it for the trade targets. Let's move on to our bi-week fillings. Oh, yeah, I got to cut that off quick. <laughs> I'm not getting stricken. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, uh, like we talked about off the top of the show, it is a deep week of buy of buys for fantasy players. Only four teams on buy, but these are four fantasy relevant teams. So, who is a player that, you know, Probably wouldn't be starting on your roster most of the time, but because you're missing these big players, you have to have a bye week filling. Okay, so I I sort of misinterpret like not misinterpreted, but I'll I'll do it in a way where there's I have an answer like the answer that I wrote, but then also an answer that will help people because <laughs> I realize the answers that I have the players that I have aren't necessarily going to help people. Um, one might, um, but. So my first player was this is a player I'm legitimately forced to try and to try and pick up <laughs> to to play. So PJ Walker. Here's how we got to this situation. Yeah, you missed everybody. <laughs> no 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 yeah, I will I will I will provide a player that you can actually play this week. Um so I understand. So it's not just a lost cause of just my misery. Um here's how we got here. This is a dynasty league. Um, by the way, so it's a little bit more understandable because I don't know how it would have happened in redraft. Um, but we are in a multi quarterback dynasty league and, uh, quarterbacks are hard to come by right now. Slim pickings. (laughs) And I am not trading. I'm not going to trade for a quarterback. I got Bailey Zappi. Good for (laughs) you. (laughs) Just to, for this one week. Because my other quarterbacks are Josh Allen, zap zap, bye week, Kirk Cousins, zap zap, bye week, Matthew Stafford, zap zap, bye week, and on my bench, the only other viable quarterback who could possibly play, Sam Darnold, who is not coming back this week. So I I put out a waiver a waiver wire option. For Taylor Heineke, but he was taken by a team who is trying to tank. Why are you picking up waiver wire spots if you're trying to actively tank? Grab me a Heineke. Grab me a Heineke. Ridiculous. (laughs) So that leaves me 
probably playing only one quarterback this week, and it's PJ Walker. Like just to say, I played a quarterback. <laughs> just to say, I tried. I said a zip, a zap, a zippy, a zappy. Come on, I got Bailey Zappy for you. Uh, I don't know. I'll trade you PJ Walker for Zappy. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe that, that's. I, but I, it'd have to be a. I don't know. I don't know. And and to make it even worse, they're going against Tampa Bay. Like, besides being on an offense that's not going to produce at all, they're going against a defense who is just adding insult to injury at that point. Anyways, okay. An actual player who I think might be helpful for for you this week. Is PJ Walker. Double down on it. Um, I think you can be fine with either of these guys, although one I'm more comfortable with is Matt Ryan. Um, he was a waiver wire guy for this week. And I think because of buys and also just he's, he did well. And I think he's going to do well. He's had multiple games over 350 yards. He's coming off a game with three touchdowns. That offense is hopefully finally clicking. I mean, they looked like they were, you know, doing like they were, you know, everybody got a piece this past week. Um, I think they have a relatively good matchup. And so I think it can happen again playing against Tennessee. They're playing against Tennessee, who, again, one of those 350 plus yard games came against Tennessee. Um, they're not a great defense. So Matt Ryan, I think you can comfortably play this week, regardless of bye week or not, but because of it, especially. Um, and so in Taylor Heineke as well, you might be able to play, but I feel more comfortable with Matt Ryan. It just depends on how the offense is going to go for the uh, commanders, but go with Colts, go with the Colts. Yeah. Go with the Colts. And uh, my guy who I'm telling you to play is the wide receiver, Alec Pierce, who over the last four games has had five or more targets every game. He's averaging 6.8 targets and 4.5 receptions a game. A 67% catch, uh, that's percentage. Yeah, yeah, percentage. Thank you. Uh, he's also playing on 54% of the snaps. His snap percentage is going up, uh, averaging 67.8 yards. We finally saw him get into the end zone on on that uh, go-ahead touchdown to win the Colts of the game. The last two weeks, he's finished in the top 24 wide receivers. If you have Stephon Diggs or Cooper Cup, I feel pretty comfortable sliding Alec Pierce into my into my starting lineup against Tennessee, who is a bottom five defense against the position for fan when uh, for fantasy points given up. <clears throat> I'm picking the pretty boy, Jimmy GQ. Ooh, he's going against Kansas City this week. Kansas City is f- allowed the fifth most yards in the league. Uh, for passing. They've allowed the most touchdowns in a league for passing. They have the least amount of interceptions with only one on the year. That's tied with four other teams. Um, And they have allowed the most completions and attempts in the league. They're not a great passing defense, and they are actually a decent uh, rushing defense. They're sixth in yards allowed, and they've only allowed three rushing touchdowns. So I think that might mean, um, what's his name? Shanahan will have to game plan some more 
creative passing techniques and stuff because, well, they're not that good at defending the pass. So I'm going to go with Jimmy GQ for this one. Spoiler, he might also be the FanDuel pick, depending on the price. Oh. I'm Ryan Williams, and I think you guys should play Robert Woods this week against Indianapolis, who is not a great defense against the pass. Robert Woods also had eight targets and four receptions in his last game. Yeah, this is the Instagram. <laughs> for, for me, I'm going to go... Robert Woods is my is, is my Skittles play of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I have another guy that you could play this week, and that's going to be Michael Gallup, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. We've talked about the Cowboys quite a bit on this podcast. They're playing against Detroit, who is a terrible, terrible defense. That coming back. We saw Michael Gallup in his first game score a touchdown. We know he can do it. And then his targets have gone up. From there, he started off with three, five, seven in the last game. So targets going up, that coming back, this offense clicking again against Detroit. Start him up. Mm. Um, a guy who I'm legitimately, you know, forced to pick um, because <laughs> some somebody wouldn't trade with me for tight end. Um, I'm going to go, but I think he can. I think he's actually a guy who you can play this week. Um, it's Greg Dolchich or Dolcich of the Broncos in, in Gabbana. Yeah, <laughs> Dolcich in Gabbana. <laughs> Good, I like that. Um, I believe it's Dolcich. Okay, that's, that's how what you it, his name. Um, yeah, Dulcich I wasn't sure. Cool. <laughs> um, he played in his first NFL game this this past week. Um, because he was had like a, a leg injury, I think, that kept him out for the first five games. But he made he made good use of it. You know, he had 44 yards and a touchdown. That's a good tight end game. Um, he like nobody else seems to be catching on this team, not Jerry Judy. And it just the offense isn't great. But if he can be a reliable guy for Russell Wilson, then, you know, he. Pick him up, especially on this bye week. I don't know if you can stream him every week, but, you know, hard times, you know, make. And it was it was between him and the like the the New York Giant tight end. But the New York Giant tight end is kind of touchdown dependent. Um, I mean, but I guess technically both these guys are. But I be I because we haven't seen him as much and the way he was used in this past game leads me to believe that he's going to be potentially used in a similar way. So there's, I think, potential upside, more upside with Greg Dulcich, um, despite this offense being terrible. He might be the lone bright spot. I don't know. Let's hope. Um, they do face the Jets, which is kind of a tough defense against the tight end. But, you know, he, he's for this, te- for this offense to get where they need to be, he's going to have to be a guy that they go to. So Greg Dulcich, tight end, stream him. Hopefully he works out. All right. I got the most important one of the day. You guys will never see it coming. Will Lutz. You know, you got Tyler Bass, the kicker for the Buffalo Let's Bills. Go. On by. You're going to need Hashtag. some. Will Lutz. Great matchup this week going against the 26th ranked uh, uh, defense that allowed points to kickers. It's a good pickup. Solid pickup this week. 
I love it. I love the kicker pick. They don't get enough talk on this podcast. I'm worried about him playing Thursday night. His kicker, bruh. At this at this point, I said Will Lutz because he had the best. He had the best matchup. (laughs) Plus, it seems like it seems like we kick a lot on Thursdays. We don't actually score touchdowns. True. This is true. Yeah. Well, in the podcast on that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, tell your friends because we're helping you guys win fantasy championships over here. Get all of our content on our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Visit our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at FFDaydreamers. Come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia, Mondays and Wednesday nights. Get your start sit questions answered your waiver wire questions just come hang out with us and have a good time read your read the articles coming out on the website because uh yeah those those help i i try Hmm. real hard on those anything else i miss anything stay dreaming stay dreaming i'm ryan williams stay dreaming boy